0: Welcome to the lead volunteers podcast i am your host josh denhart the lead volunteers podcast exists to help you the ministry leader get organized stop the revolving door of volunteers and prevent ministry burnout this podcast is a production of the Leadministry.com suite of resources which includes our flagship course lead volunteers how to recruit train and retain volunteers let's jump into the podcast Welcome back, Jeff. How are we, buddy? Doing
1: well. Excited Good. to be back.
0: Exactly. Well, today was kind of a rough start, right?
1: Yeah, we had a, a couple technical issues and thankfully just diagnosed it, figured out we had a bad cord. Bad cord. Better than a bad microphone. A lot cheaper <laughs> to fix. So, right. ran, got a little spare, and
0: here we are. Yeah, that's right. A few well, minutes later, but that's okay. A few minutes later. Well, today I'm excited about this particular episode because I think recently, through doing like... Um, ministry coaching with people around mm-hmm. the country, what I have discovered, when it comes to, I think the highest end, or the highest goal for all of us is truly to multiply ourselves in ministry. Yeah, Jesus did that mm-hmm. with the Twelve, with Peter, James, John, with John. Paul did that over and over and over with churches, right? I mean, mm-hmm. Paul didn't stay, but the Holy Spirit did. The exactly. idea is for us to multiply ourselves. Mm-hmm. None of us, last I looked, Jeff, um, the death rate for human beings is hovering right (laughs) around 100%. Just about, yeah. (laughs) So none of us are gonna be in this forever. So people are holding out, freezing
1: themselves, seeing if they can come back in the future. Cryogenics, baby. For now, we're kicking the bucket,
0: yeah. Well, the funny thing is, is that I've talked with these leaders across the country, and I'm encouraging, and they're hungry to multiply themselves. I find two big ditches, two ditches that I find people falling into. One ditch is the ditch of guilt, and the other is the ditch of control. Hmm. So these two fearful extremes of trying to multiply yourself, guilt and control, both of these ditches are dangerous.
1: Gotcha. So you're saying like when, we, when we're when we trying to get more people involved yes. and reach out to others, try to, again, multiply yourself, uh, we can kind of veer in two di- directions, right. and maybe feel a little guilty or feel the need to control Absolutely. a situation. Gotcha. You're exactly right.
0: Mm-hmm. And... You know, well, I mean, guilt and control, ultimately, they can prevent this wonderful outcome of ministry multiplication. Mm-hmm. So let's start with guilt. Yeah. Um, you may have high hopes of giving away some ministry and experiencing the joys of multiplication. However, internally, you are fretful that yeah. you're going to be dogging somebody out and expecting them to do
1: hard work. Mm-hmm. I've definitely felt that before. Talk like, about that. Well, yeah, whatever. It, it's funny because it's something like, "Do you want to help out by picking up snacks?" This like the like simple driving and going and getting snacks. Yeah, here's like you're not paying for it. Here's the budget. Here's the money. But it's like, ah, I don't make you want to go out of your way. It's like such a simple task, but all the way from that to like, hey, I'm gonna be gone in two months. Yes. Could you um just do the? Would you be willing to like? take on the lesson I think you have the gifts abilities to like teach and um, to even just share some of your story and that could yes. be impactful for students would you be willing to do that so like again I'm a youth pastor so that's that's kind of my range maybe snacks to like <laughs> taking yeah. over and teaching but both in both situations you kind of feel like oh I don't it feels weird like making you do my job and you right. kind of have that type of that's, mentality around it which that's the key again yeah we can talk about because that's not that's not a healthy multiplication mindset if it's your job. It's like, oh, this is my response. This is stuff for me. And you're just piling more and more on yourself. Um, but yeah, it's really easy to feel guilty from the small things like, oh, could you help me stuff envelopes? Could you help me right. with this so I can worry about this other thing? Um, all the way to like, hey, I need a, I need a sub and I a think you'd be really good at it and yeah. fill in the blank there.
0: And, and, and so we're worried about dogging these people out. Um, this internal guilt factor will automatically short-circuit our ability to enlist others into the game. We start thinking and even overthinking about their life, their personal responsibilities, the, mm-hmm. the idea that they have a job. Yeah, they in, got
1: a job, they got a life, They got, right. sometimes they have a family.
0: So therefore, you're not going to feel comfortable allowing them to take on work in the ministry. First, let's say, by and large, people can be trusted to know their own boundaries. Can I have an amen to that?
1: Yeah, we don't give people enough credit, I don't right, think. Right,
0: mm-hmm. right. Now, sure, there are those times where I have needed to be a shepherd and look out for an overzealous sheep, mm-hmm. right, who wanted to serve and be involved in every area of the church and was definitely doing too much. Um, however, that's the exception, in my opinion, not the rule. So I, I don't think that people are in danger of over-serving, by and large. Yeah. So second, however, and more importantly, he, he, the trick— or this little nugget from this guilt perspective, is you can actually harness the guilt factor to your advantage. So I got your eye perked yeah, up there. Yeah, what do
1: you mean by that? Hardness, like using your own guilt? Using your own <laughs> guilt
0: to, to actually get yourself out of that ditch.
1: Yeah, explain that one. Okay,
0: so if you're afraid that you're going to be burdening someone, you can appropriately set up things administratively to ensure that the time that they give is super valuable. So like an example, if you have a team of people who come in to tear down the atrium furniture, right, or to move a bunch of furniture or a Mm -hmm. bunch of chairs, well, create space ahead of time in the storage closet that they can easily load those things in. Mm -hmm. Okay, simple. Also, take pictures of what the furniture looked like beforehand, before you moved it, so then when you then can hand willing people a laminated card that shows them exactly what it looks like hmm. so that they don't put it all back together to from like recollection when they've walked through the atrium seven Sundays before, and they're like, well, I don't know, it kind of looks like this. Yeah,
1: then you walk in later, and you're like, ugh, this is, and again, I shouldn't, now not only should I not have asked them because of guilt, but now they, they incompetence, did they did it wrong. I should have just done this myself. And so Pilot then here's the along. worst yeah. part.
0: Then you walk in, and you, you basically undo their work that they just did right in front of them Mm -hmm. and they're like this is so stupid yeah and so then you feel guilty and it comes right back okay another one um you know like like this is so simple yet it's it's these are the things that are often overlooked bottom line you can do things to make their job easier lessening your guilt Mm -hmm. so therefore your guilt being concerned right? Mm-hmm. Being concerned that they may feel dogged out causes you ahead of time to do as much as you can to make their experience great. Mm-hmm. Undoing then the idea that you're dogging them out. Does that make any sense? Kind of circular.
1: hundred percent. I, I remember, um, back, I worked at a, a large church in Minnesota uh-huh. as an intern and then kind of as the interim youth high school pastor guy. Um, but the middle school, they were, had an intern and they were kind of struggling with, um, kind of productivity, follow through kind of mm-hmm. show up um, maybe do half a task or something and then leave. And that's kind of frustrating for the, the boss sure, in course. that situation. But also the intern was kind of frustrated too, because they didn't know what to do. They kind of showed up, but they didn't really know. It's was like, okay, what am I directionless? And so, so like, what am terrible. I supposed to do? And the, so they found out kind of, it didn't take long to be like, okay, you're kind of a list guy. Let me put in the hours ahead of time. I mean, we've talked about interns beforehand. You betcha, just course, having other course. staff members, how you can, prep stuff kind of like this to help make their experience easier but all right i'm just going to create a list of four or five things for you to do take the time to do that here you go and then yeah just it, like that it makes so it easier for them to like oh i now i know exactly what i'm supposed to be doing absolutely. going forward and it's i think a similar idea here the more the easier or at least more clear you can make something for, for sure. someone it, it's going to help both of you both i think
0: Okay. Here's another one. You talked about the, can you go pick up snacks? And so this sounds, this sounds like, like a bad thing or maybe sounds like a weird thing, but you go, okay, so here's the deal. We usually get snacks from Sam's club and they are in aisle seven on the left side and typically what we get though you can get whatever you want typically mm-hmm. we get starburst and this and this and that mm-hmm. if you want to get other things but here's the list of what we usually get yep. feel free to grab some other fun things that you would love to eat mm-hmm. so you've said this is the store this is the aisle mm-hmm. and here's things that we normally so my point is is that you're you're, you're providing them like like the
1: pathway mm-hmm. and there's I mean there's so many different like layers and i think point backs to other podcasts we've done but in this case like not saying no for people ahead of time because people are eager to serve like for sure we already mentioned that earlier like we kind of feel like oh they've got their own life going on but people do want to help like people want to serve and people have different gifts and abilities and so for someone who like stuffing envelopes isn't your thing personally some of that administrative stuff going to buy snacks it's not like that is the stuff that fires me up and why I wake up in the morning. Some people get so fired up about that administrative, they the do. monotonous tasks of like, we have a person in, in our church who when we do like a our Reach Des Moines mm-hmm. serve Sundays a yes. few times a year, uh, like when we have groups making, like they'll make tie blankets to yes. give to an organization or they'll will put together these blessing bags to bring to an organization to drop off. There's someone who loves nothing more than to go buy those supplies and then to be the one to go drop them off. Okay.
0: I want to speak to that real quick. Mm -hmm. I think that's awesome because there are those people without question. The other thing, too, is that if you can tie their job to who it's helping Mm -hmm. in the organization – and, and somebody might be like, well, I don't want to tell them that this is taking this off of my plate. That sounds like I'm a lazy person. No, no, no. If you can say, if you do this, this is massively helping it, me.
1: It provides value. Provides value. Or assigns value, yeah.
0: And it shows them, like, everybody wants to help somebody. Mm-hmm. And so if they can know who they're blessing through this, mm-hmm. right? Not only, hey, listen, all of these people are going to come to stuff these bags. And if if since you bought this, everybody... We're going to be able to do this in like so, so, so fast. Mm-hmm. But also, you're taking this off of my plate, which is going to allow me to. I'm just really thankful for mm-hmm.
1: that. And if you can name that, I yes. think it allows you to accept the blessing as well. Instead How about of that being guilty. Yep. And so you're not feeling the guilt of oh, I, should, I really should be the one doing this. It's like, well, no, you, you already named it. Like this is a blessing for you. Accept that blessing. Yes. Do what you said you're going to do now because you have that freedom. And you gave value to someone who's, yeah, maybe it's a small task, but it makes a difference. And,
0: and also, people are looking to invest their lives. I mean, like, listen, if they're a follower of Christ, this is the most important thing in their life, mm-hmm. really. Mm-hmm. Um, beyond that, I would say stop robbing people from yep. an opportunity to lay up treasure in heaven. Mm-hmm. Like, give them the joy. Yep. Okay, so this sounds pretty basic. Um But 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 thinking really comes down to thinking about the role from their perspective. How you can make it easier for them will will like alleviate your over inflated sense of personal
1: guilt. Mm -hmm. So boiled right down, like here's the list. Here's as clear as I can make it, and here's the why. Here's the vision, and here's who's being blessed. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: Now let's turn. So again, we're talking today about the these two ditches when it comes to multiplying ministry guilt. I think a lot of people fall into that. Mm-hmm. But the other piece is control, which I think is actually far more dangerous.
1: Yeah, that gets a little more toxic.
0: It does. I would say that that control is far more dangerous than guilt. Control is as you said toxic. Okay. Theodore Roosevelt said this, "The best executive is the one who has a, who has sense enough to pick good people to do what they want to be done." and then have the self restraint to keep from meddling with it while they're doing it. Hmm. So, good leader knows who to get mm-hmm. and then they keep their stinking nose out of the way.
1: Yeah. And guilt can lead to control, I think, too. I think it can. Cuz the person organizing the closet or putting something away for you, you're like it's like okay, they got it. Ah, I really should be helping. And then you go and then all of a sudden you're like, okay, no, well, no, it actually has to go this way. No, it has to go up here. No, it's it's like, what am I doing here? Yes.
0: What am I doing here? Mm -hmm. Are they competent enough? I think the answer is yes. Hey, hey, ministry leader. Now I'm going to bet that you are not the boss at your church. Now often I struggle to know how to position myself and my ideas. You see, I didn't sit at the decision making table. Maybe your experience is like mine. However, I found a way to amplify my ideas, to get my voice heard and to get things done, even if I wasn't present at that big table. Now I created the course Lead Up to help the 99% of us to strategically position ourselves who aren't the boss. Lead Up in all of our courses are here to help you to get organized, to lead with confidence and to get your voice heard. Check out the membership today. Go to leadministry.com to learn more. And if you use the promo code podcast, you can get an additional 20% off. Now, let's step back in to our podcast. Okay. Um, So I've seen good leaders become bad leaders as they obsess, Mm overcorrect, and manically manage highly competent people.
1: Yeah. So yeah, how... How do you think we can kind of work to overcome this tendency? Because I think we all have it. We all care about our For ministries, sure. and we want the best. We prayerfully and have kind of given our lives to where we're at, and
0: we we have a vision. We want it to go a certain way,
1: exactly. And so it's easy to let that slide in an unhealthy way to control. Um, so how do we how do we work on that when it yeah. comes to this guilt control topic?
0: I would say, interestingly enough. It's the same remedy as overcoming guilt, mm-hmm. pre-preparation. And so if you're concerned with how things might go, you can spell it out with some level of detail and then give it away and personally get away <laughs> from them. Yeah, But here's the hard question. Are you comfortable with a B plus or even a B mm-hmm. in some areas? Listen, if, if you're out there in podcast land and you personally cringed at this thought, yeah. friend... You likely have a control issue now. How would I know that? Well, because I think that I have had to overcome some control issues myself. Mm-hmm. I can have a tendency to toward control and toward wanting things to go a particular way. Not everything, however, needs to be an A plus or even an A minus. It's not realistic to do it all yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, like, how's it going to go awesome? Well, maybe, maybe if you do it all, but you're 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 doomed. If you do that Mm -hmm. beyond this, here's the funny thing. If you want things to go just so and so, and just like this, uh, people are going to start resenting you. You're going to have a bad reputation. Control is toxic. Um, and I think like, who's to say like control almost assumes that you're the smartest person in the room Mm -hmm. and that you're the smartest person in the organization. And it has to go this way, by the way, some things have to go a particular way. And you may ha- may be the only person that knows that, mm-hmm. but it comes down to communicating. Like on this particular piece, it has to go this way because. Mm-hmm. But like, dude, chill. Mm-hmm. Like it does. Like it, it. It doesn't have to go a particular way, and like there there can yeah. be some variance, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely.
0: Um, but but here's the funny thing, um, like here's where it gets super 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 dark. A volunteer puts in tons of time, thought, effort. And when they're given this task and they're sent on their way, however, uh, there was no positive check-ins along the way. Maybe it's like a long-term task. Mm -hmm. Therefore, when the job's done, the controlling leader undoes some or all of their work, Mm -hmm. unbelievably demoralizing. I've seen this happen many times. So this type of leader, this type of behavior from this leader will cause people for sure to resent you. Mm -hmm. They'll want to leave your side And it will give them this horrible taste for for ministry participation in the future. And again, like I said, um, does it have to be your way or the highway? Is your way the best way? Well, maybe. But other people out there are intelligent. Mm -hmm. And like two heads are literally better than one. Mm -hmm. And so.
1: Yeah. When you put the shoe on the other foot, like nobody likes like, I'm going to put an effort towards something and then to come through and have it undone right in front of your face. Like, Brutal. of course that doesn't feel good. That Demoralizing, that might be the perfect word for that because it's yeah. just like w- so many thoughts and reactions to it. Like, what's the point? Why did I even bother? Yes, what, I'm not, that creates a useless, a I just threw away yeah. this much time in my life. If you're just going to do it anyway, I'm not going to help you again. Like there's.
0: But the other thing too is it causes that person to possibly, depending on their personality, they could begin to feel less than mm-hmm. and they feel like, wow, I, I really don't know what I'm doing.
1: Mm-hmm. And that could discourage them from serving in the future in Fair other team. areas, too, because it's like, well, maybe I'm just not that helpful, whatever. I'll just keep coming to church. And that's an ex- maybe an extreme example, but it, maybe it, not, though, it could like people can spiral pretty quick. It's they sure easy. can, And so and, and people are taking a risk, right? They're taking
0: mm-hmm. a risk to step out and to try something. And if they get burned, that's going to stunt them.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I've never done a devotion before. So how can you help me get there? And if you're like, okay, well, I don't know. It's kind of, yeah, going back to the, are you okay with B plus or B work? Are you okay with a C plus? Because like some people are going to try things for the first time. Like I'm thinking through our church's live stream and how we've been developing a team over time. And And my son Caleb helps with that. Exactly. He's 17 and And he's,
0: not so sure of himself on mm-hmm. a lot of, things. and
1: we have a, a handful of students who've stepped up to help out in a couple sixth and seventh grade students so mm-hmm. 12 13 year old guys helping out and they love it they're excited about it oh i don't hopefully they don't listen to the podcast they've got some shaky hands so it's like <laughs> yeah. following the pastor around gets a little shaky so you just kind of remind it like oh man great job keeping them in the center just try to be a little like smooth slow is smooth smooth as is fast like Yes. That type of... So and we, just little training. And you realize like, okay, yeah, these two months of live streams, they've, they've been a little shakier. They've been a little like, you can see the camera switching, like some awkward moments where it's like... Sure, off we're, the screen. Yeah, yeah, we're not running at like a KCCI news yeah. level production here. And we're not really ever gonna. We're running out of a gym and stuff like that. But so it, you can also see the progress over those That's two months. That's the deal. And they'll either catch up or far surpass where you've been. And so being okay with that uncomfortable B, B minus work for a bit so you can get back to that. And then again, it's just the win-win of multiplying yourself.
0: Absolutely. And the funny thing is, is that you just don't know who you might be pouring into. Mm -hmm. Now this is a random one, um, but here I was as a high school chemistry teacher and I had all of these ideas. So I'm like, I'm seriously like an idea factory. I mean, mm-hmm. you know me, right? Yeah. Okay. So I had all these ideas, and I wanted to make my very own um, chemistry like videos, like to show, like all of a sudden be like, hey, today's a a 12 minute chemistry video, and everybody's like, 1982, what? <laughs> yeah. you know? And so those exist, by the way, and they're terrible. Mm.
1: I did a little, a lot of Bill Nye growing up. Okay. I was rolling the TV and. And, and Whole class of people shouting "Bill, Bill, Bill!"
0: Yeah, <laughs> Bill. And so that is from an elementary perspective, but when it co- or a junior high perspective, but like high school educational chemistry things, like absolutely
1: like watch, watching an old lecture. Oh, mm-hmm. t-
0: absolutely terrible. Okay, so I wanted to be funny and and do my own mm-hmm. and so i just said hey there's extra credits anybody got a video camera and i've and so these two kids they were really cool mm-hmm. and they had this super high-end equipment but they had absolutely no idea how to do it mm-hmm. they had no idea cutting off heads and it was stupid <laughs> and so then i worked with them but we ended up creating these videos i i don't have I ever told you this story i don't think so okay funny so we made these videos and we they entered them into what's called the apple digis So it's kind of like the Grammys or the Emmys, but it's called the Digis. And absolutely not kidding, we came in second place the first year, but they stopped the entire thing and they said, hey, listen, we didn't have a category for um, educational comedy. (laughs) And so even though this got second place, we're from here on out creating a brand new category, educational comedy
1: wow that's fun I'm
0: t- t- i can't believe i've told you this and so then the next year and in subsequent years we won that category that so apple awesome. digis
1: okay so I, here's can the i ask a maybe a yeah. humbling question yeah. whether was there a lot of competition for educational comedy
0: uh not too much okay <laughs> no, but i do want to say though that 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 they recognized what we were doing yeah that it was unique
1: i'm not i'm also assuming that they were actually pretty good knowing you and
0: Uh, they were very good yeah i assume so i I mean truth be told that led to one of those kids um ended up going to a university to um college right and they they took some of the work that we did Mm -hmm. and they submitted it to a video editing company as a potential for them getting a a part-time editing hack job just chopping up footage (laughs)
1: like How cool is that? Okay, but
0: wait, it gets Mm -hmm. better. So then that company calls me at Valley High School and says, hey, um, oh, they came to the kid. They said, Mm -hmm. hey, listen, you're hired, but who's that guy? Mm -hmm. And so then that that company in Ames, Iowa, got a hold of me, and they said, hey, we would like to professionally create these videos and market them around the the country. And so...
1: (laughs) And that's crazy. I think I knew that. I think I knew that you had those type of production. I didn't know the story that led up to it. Okay. and, and it
0: was these kids yeah. who, who who were not that good to begin with. Mm-hmm. Okay, so then one of them just got done for like the last 15 years. He was the number one field f- camera operator for CNN. Has, in, has been the camera guy in front of presidents, has been the camera guy for whatever, Anderson Cooper for a long time, on site. Mm-hmm. He would fly the country.
1: Okay, so... I mean, maybe this is a little extreme of a thought, but imagine you're sitting in your high school classroom and you're like, no, come on, Brad, no, you hold the camera like this. And you're kind of a jerk about it. Yeah, it's like, no, I'm peaking. The audio isn't great. Like, make sure I'm in frame. Like, Get it. You want to zoom out more so that in editing you can crop in, blah, 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 blah. And he's like. Or oh, Mr. Denhardt is a yes. I don't okay. want to
0: help him. So I actually did give them those critiques, but I did it in a kind way. But oh, let's, yeah. let's go. Let's go backwards and go, hey, man, it's not these kids job to do this. No. I'm let, I'll just set up a kit or, or or just be like, who's this ding dong? Just show that 12 minute video from 82. Mm-hmm. Who cares? Don't try. Mm-hmm. OK. The other thing, too, is um, like, think, think in my mind. If somebody would have flashed forward and been like, every December 31st, you are going to get a check from this chemistry video floating around the country. <laughs> <laughs> what? Well, they're go- they're done now. But mm-hmm. like for like 12, 15 years, yeah. I got a check every December 31st, whoever would have thought. Mm-hmm. But these kids got better, and they went into that profession. Mm-hmm. My point is, you don't know who you're pouring into.
1: Exactly. And like that is such a cool story of multiplication, because look yeah what they're doing now and how easy it would have been for you to squash some dreams early on right. when they or to say it's not
0: worth it it's like well oh, this is such a colossal waste yeah it's like why 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 am i spending my time doing this they're not that good i don't want to be minus so forget it mm-hmm. and, and i think the idea then is to get people involved by mm-hmm. the way it's not about necessarily multiplying me all the time. What it is, however, is fanning their gift into a raging fire. Absolutely. And so that kid... The world
1: doesn't need a thousand Josh's. No,
0: the body does not need a thousand Josh's. That'd be terrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, my wife would agree with that. That's, <laughs> she would say there's <laughs> only room for one of
1: you. Yeah, being able to grow uh, the full body. That's, that's it. It's like a good biblical analogy wow, or something. Boy, it is. Yeah.
0: I got to say, though, their level of passion is going to be in direct correlation with my ability to let them have it. If my control is high, their passion will automatically be low. Mm -hmm. Uh, Here's another less obvious version of control, right? Uh, You do all of the work and you have them just stand in as a fill-in for you. Totally lame, right? So you've taken out all of the challenge, you've taken out all of the work, you've taken out all of the thought and it's, you know, they don't need to be a stand-in and just stand in my size of shoes give somebody some brain power behind this. Mm-hmm. So ownership is going to be passion is, you know, the level of which I can give them ownership is the, the level at which they're going to be passionate about it. So you either have control or you have growth, but you really can't have both. Yeah. Um, and, and the example, as we close out today, I'm to say that the example of you talking with somebody to maybe lead the devotion. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm just telling you it's good. Like for that to be successful, Short term, that one week that you're going to be gone, but also long term, eight weeks from now, eight months from now, is going to be in connection with how much time you put into helping them take that on, as opposed to saying, Hey, I'm going to be gone. Could you run this? Mm-hmm. Like, there's some things that we can do.
1: There's a balance to, like, here's kind of a checklist or th- ways you can walk through creating that devotion. Yes. Versus, like, you just talked about. Here's a devotion I made. Can you read this for everybody? Oh, it's so like, oh, well, I'm sure, I guess. I, I, so, I can read. Yeah. So there's there's a line like, over preparation can easily yes. fall into control, but clear communication and preparation can also help someone fulfill and and kind of bloom, blossom in their gifts a little 100%, 100%. bit. There's a balance there. You kind there's of there's a balance. Learn it as you go, but. Um, I think it's also a little kind of self-explanatory too. you realize. I, I think it is.
0: But I, I, the thing is, is I think that we, if we're going to error, if we're going to err on one side, I don't think it's going to be, I think it's going to be an under preparing them and just saying, Oh, you're fine. you are like, I do this every week. Yeah. They see me do this every week. Mm-hmm. That's, that is not preparation. No, nope. that is simply at best cursory observation. Mm-hmm. Well gang, we're talking today, closing it out about guilt and control uh, you don't want either the, the, the middle of the road, the way to keep the car steady and out of the ditch is preparation. Help your people don't overprepare. find the balance, but let somebody feel the rush of the road. Hey gang, we're excited. Thanks so much for checking in. We will catch you on the next one. Well, that wraps up today's podcast. Before we close, would you do us a favor? We need your help to get the word out about the Lead Volunteers Podcast. Three simple steps. First, subscribe. Second, leave a comment. And third, share the link to this episode on social media. Thanks again, and keep leading your volunteers.